You're listening to World Evangelistic Podcast, preaching the word, winning souls, stirring up the gifts in believers, equipping saints to do the work of the ministry. And now, and now, Evangelist Kofi. Good morning, everyone that has joined us. I'm, I'm excited for the beginning of a new week. How many of you are excited for the beginning of a new week? In all things, you have to maintain your joy. Because if the devil can steal your joy from you, they can't steal your blessings. Amen. No matter what the circumstances, no matter what you're going through, keep your joy. Because the joy is actually a fruit of the Spirit. Welcome, Westbrook, Maine. I read um, what the sheriff in one of the counties in Maine put up about the freedom and I, I was very encouraging that somebody, you know, like a police is standing up for the, the people like they should, defending the people like they should. Welcome from Dorstown, Pennsylvania, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, welcome. Claremont, Florida, welcome. Eastern North Carolina, South Africa, welcome everyone. Toronto, one of my favorite places to eat is in Toronto, which is called Burgess Priest. If you haven't had Burgess Priest and you are in Toronto, shame on you. You should go and get it. It's amazing. And they are not paying me to advertise. So that tells you how good that burger is. It's, it's my favorite burger place. I would say it would probably the best burger I've ever had. Then um, the next one would be, I, I like um, In-N-Out burger too like those um, fast food joint it would be my favorite fast food and then in and out would be the second hi jessica sal good morning for all the way from west virginia all right welcome everyone that is joining us today is the day that the lord has made and we are rejoicing and we are glad in it saint lucia wow i've been to saint lucia two times two different times and I, I loved it there. Yep, Sheriff Nichols. Good morning. Wherever you are watching from, it is a blessing for you to be able to join us this morning and stand with us. You know, the Bible says that if two or more shall agree on a thing here on earth, it shall be established for them. And I believe that there is more than two of us um watching from texas mallory welcome from texas another list list from south africa pretoria welcome 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 share the broadcast for me i want you to click share i have an i have a an exciting actually i wasn't gonna share this news but i am gonna share this news because Welcome from India, Kirtan. Wow. Which part of India are you watching from? India. I've never been to India, but I'm looking forward to going to India. Soon, as the Lord gives, as the Lord opens the door. Carla from Amsterdam. Ajan Robin. It's one of my favorite players. Plays for 
um Bayern Munich and Ruud van Nistelrooy I believe also played for Holland um Patrick Clivert also played from for Holland Dennis Beckham see I know a lot of Holland players great great soccer team oh also from India Guvardhan I, I don't know if I'm pronouncing the name right welcome from India Lian also from St. Lucia beautiful island welcome all the Indians and the St. Lucians and the Europeans and the even the Canadians welcome <laughs> we, we, we love them all we're going to pray in a few minutes but I just want to share something with you um I wasn't going to share it, but I am now. I don't know if I should still do it. Should I? I don't know. How do you even mess with this phone? Okay, let me see. Just hold on. Share the broadcast for me. We're going we're gonna to pray in a few minutes. Can I send you something? Okay. Uh... I'm trying to figure out how I could send it. Like, I'm trying to like screenshot something and then send it. Oh, sorry. I have to airdrop it to your phone or to the computer. no places found there's no one near you okay Brent. you got it all right so he's gonna put up something like i told you i was it was in the works and it's almost completed it almost it is almost completed almost almost completed upstate new york which part of upstate new york i've probably asked you this before but where in upstate New York? What city? Because I lived in upstate New York for almost five years. I lived in Utica, New York. And I traveled, you know, I traveled in upstate. I went to like different parts of upstate a lot. Especially around the, from like two hour radius, two hour um, radius from Utica. I explored those areas a lot. From Utica to Binghamton, from Bingham, from Utica to um, Albany, Plattsburgh. My cousin went to school at um at, in Plattsburgh. Okay, my cousin went to school in Plattsburgh, but I've never I don't I don't remember going to Plattsburgh, but I know where Plattsburgh is. All right, put it up. So this book is. It's a prayer book that we compiled. Um, it's going to be ready. This is just like, this is not the actual background, but it's just like um, something that we chose. But it, it, the book is going to be ready probably in about three weeks. So, all right, you can take that off. So it's going to be ready in about three weeks. I just wanted to, I'm not, I, was, I don't think I was supposed to share it, but I did anyways. Oh, you grew up in Lima, right outside Rochester. 
James. I didn't know that. I know that area, that whole area. All right. Watching from Bronx. I lived in the Bronx, but I have family in the Bronx. I lived on um um 167 on Morris. Not exact. No, once between 160, uh, between 165, yeah, 1114 on Morris. That's where I used to live, and my uncle lives on um on Wharton Ave. All right, Father, we thank you so much for the opportunity to come before you today. We thank you for these great people, your great, great children. Great people that you have given to us to be able to spend time in your presence. We thank you for your promise that you have given us according to Hebrews chapter 4 that we should come, bef- we should come boldly before your throne of grace that we might obtain mercy. We thank you for your love, your protection, the assurance of your word. Father, we honor you. We adore you. We've come once again as your children. We've come into your presence. And Father, we know that in your presence there is fullness of joy. If there is anyone at the sound of my voice watching me live, replay, that all that knows someone that the enemy has taken away their joy, taking away their their reason to laugh, their reason to be happy. We pray that as we have come before your presence this morning, may their joy be restored. Father, you said that in your presence there is pleasures. Father, may we have pleasure in the name of Jesus Christ. Sometimes sickness would come and take away our ability to enjoy certain kinds of pleasures. Sometimes poverty has taken away our ability to enjoy certain kinds of pleasures. But Lord, you tell us that in your presence there is pleasures, not pressure, but pleasures and forevermore. So Lord, I pray in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. May we have the pleasures of life as we have come into your presence. May we enjoy the good of this land in the mighty name of Jesus. May none of us leave the same way we came. But may they be not only a spiritual transformation, but a physical and a visible and a tangible transformation in our lives. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Just as when the lady with the issue of blood encountered you, Lord, there was a physical transformation in her life. When blind Bartimaeus encountered you, there was a physical transformation in his life. When um, Zacchaeus encountered you, there was a visible transformation in his heart that manifested physically on the outside. So, Lord, we ask you, we've come before you once again. We've come before you as your child, as your children. We've come before you as the people that you sent your only begotten son, Jesus Christ, to come and die for our sake. Lord, if you gave up your son for us, then we are very confident there is nothing you wouldn't do for us. So, Father, that even gives us the joy to pray to you because we know that you would hear us and you would give us answers. Father, we come before you today not in vain, but in confidence that you are the God that answers by fire. You are the God that answers our prayers. So Lord, with joy and gratitude and thanksgiving, that we give you thanks in advance, knowing that everything that we are about to ask you and request and require of you, you will do it for us because you love us. For you have declared and told us and promised to us that what no eye has seen, what no ear has heard, what has not entered into the hearts of men, that is what you have prepared for us, 
because of the love that you have for us. Father, you says that for you so loved the world that you gave your son Jesus. That if we believe in you, we will not perish, but we would have everlasting life. I thank you that because we have believed in your son Jesus, we are not going to perish in this time, difficult time, that the world seems to be perishing, that everyone seems to be perishing. We are not going to perish because we have received your son Jesus. It is an assurance and we are grateful for it in Jesus' mighty and matchless name we have prayed. And the church says, Amen and Amen. Type a, a big Amen to the Lord. Welcome from Saskatchewan. Beautiful, beautiful um, town or city. Hallelujah. Amen. Hi, Bethany, France. Good morning. Uh, amen. Share the broadcast for me, if you will. And... Father, we are so grateful. We are so, 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 so grateful. We are grateful, Lord. We are grateful. Hallelujah. How many of you are grateful to the Lord? I'm excited for this morning. I want to read a scripture to you from Jeremiah chapter 10. Jeremiah chapter 1, verse number 10. And we're going to take some, we're going to take a few prayer points from that verse. Amen. How many of you are ready to read for the word of the word of the Lord? Hallelujah. You know, one of the most before I even read the scripture, one of the because I'm I'm on social media and I see all the questions that people are asking in, in, in this time. Where are the faith preachers? Where are the healing preachers? And where is God? You know, it looking at everything that is going on in this world i'm not an apo- um, apologist but um i don't do a, i don't i'm not you know i i don't try to defend god in anything because god can defend himself but one thing that you have to understand in life is that god is not obligated in preserving this world god's covenant and his promise is to his children and to the people that are called according to his own. When the lady came to Jesus and said that, you know, my daughter is possessed. Uh, it has a demon and I want you to, you know, ask if Jesus can do something about it. And Jesus said to the lady that healing is the children's bread. First of all, you have to understand that God's covenant and his promises concerning healing, his promises concerning deliverance and all the things that we read in the Bible are for the children of God. That is number one. And secondly, you have to understand that God is not in charge of this world. He says that the heavens is the Lord, but the earth he has given it to the sons of God. God is not in charge of this world. God put man, has given man control over this earth. That's why man can do whatever they want to do on this earth without asking God. You could just pick up a shovel and begin to dig outside. God's not going to ask you why you dig in, in the, into the earth. You know, you could cut down all the trees and let all this earth become a desert. God is not going to do anything about it because God has given man control over this earth. Not, not number one. And number two, we God doesn't move by See, God moves by faith. So if you exercise faith and you, ex- you, ex- you exercise faith towards him, 
then God would respond to your faith. The Bible says that anyone that calls upon the name of Jesus would be saved. So, you know, how many people are calling upon the name of Jesus in this? And I believe that if you call upon the name of Jesus, like he said in his word, that he shall keep sickness and disease away from you. That, you know, and you, you look at through the Bible, the Bible never promised that things like this are not going to happen or we are not going to experience things like this. And actually, in, in actual fact, Jesus did say that in the last days, there shall be an outbreak of sicknesses, there shall be pestilences, there shall be diseases. So God has already for, has already warned, warned the church and the world about the things that are going to develop in the last days. That's why when you like people like me, you know, we know what the word of God says and we are not panicking. We are not afraid because we understand how this world is supposed to play out. We understand the things that are supposed to happen before it ushers in the coming of Jesus Christ. The only thing that we are concerned about is for the people that yet don't know Jesus. And that is the people that we have to find ways and means to reach out to them and bring them to the knowledge of God. But with everything that is going on, God is not moved. Listen, God is not moved. God is not in heaven panicking and saying that, man, I, I let things out of control. What can I do about it? You know, how can I fix it? No, no, no. Not at, not at all. And God is not the one who sends this, this, you know, wickedness into this world. God is not the one. And understand that one you know for for instance there is many many conspiracy theories going around you know people are saying there's let me not even say conspiracy theory because i believe that this whole thing is a conspiracy this whole thing is a conspiracy i strongly believe that so first of all num number one understand that every sickness and disease are from the devil and sickness and disease are incipient of sin. You know, sin is what produces, is, or, or sin is the host. You know, because, you know, every virus needs a host, right? So sin is the host of sickness and disease. So for instance, sickness and disease is a virus. Sin is the host of it. So without sin, sickness and diseases can thrive. So understand, for you to even as an individual for you to get to a point where you get rid of sickness from your life you have to get rid of sin somebody say yeah but i'm not committing sin yeah i don't know your life i don't know what you're doing in secret i don't know how you think i don't know the kind of the, the kind of you know mind the kind of mind you have you know because the bible said let this mind be in you as it was in christ you know the bible says i think about things that are noble things that are righteous things that are good so your even your your mental the kind of things you allow yourself to think about can even corrupt your body and when there is corruption in your body it is very easy for any sickness and any virus to dwell there amen so god is not in charge of this world so man can do whatever a man wants to do but until god is brought into god is invited God's hands are tied. And secondly, even if God is invited, understand is that God is not going to do anything greater than he did. He's already done through Jesus. Jesus Christ is the embodiment of the goodness of God and the grace of God. So anything that God is ever going to do for this world or for humanity must be found in Jesus. Amen. Somebody say amen. Anything that God is ever going to do for humanity must be found in Jesus. And Jesus has given the believers, the church, the body of Christ. Jesus has given us the power. Hallelujah. Jesus has given us the power. So it is very much, yes, the church has responsibilities to play. 
that is why i strongly believe that you know with the governance and the government you know closing down the church it's an it's not yes i believe i know the devastating that this virus is causing i know the problem that this virus you know has created i know the people that have died and my heart goes out to them you know i pray i pray for 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 the families that have been have been affected one recently somebody sent me a picture of a young man in in new york and actually a Ghanaian. i don't know him but i have i know people that know him young guy that just died um allegedly from the um coronavirus in 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 new york city you know this guy used to from what i was listening i uh, heard you know one of the pastor friends that i have this guy used to work on his church building for construction and he just you know got wasted a couple days ago because of this virus so i understand the devastating that this virus has caused and my heart goes and we are praying we are praying for 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 families we are praying for people you know we are praying every day you know like you know wake up around like early in the morning just to pray so to see the mercy of god prevail in in this time and in this world so that god would deliver but listen this is the time that you have to really assess your life and see where you stand see where you know your heart desires the things that actually pushes you you know towards god that if you are genuinely in love with god because listen there gets to what there gets to a time where you know everything would be revealed whether you truly are for god or you are not because there is many people that you know for you know many people are privileged to have been born in the church and grew up in the church and you know it's so being being in the church is just it's like an it's a way of life it's a normal way of life so it's like there, there there's no real relationship with christ with them it's just like a, a religious um thing that they do or they grow up is to become part of them so they don't really have a relationship with god they don't spend time praying they don't spend time studying the word of god they don't spend time in meditation and you know trying to hear the voice of god i'm telling you i would encourage you you know don't let yeah okay you came to morning prayer we prayed it is good this time is to help you develop not only to help you pray but also help you to cultivate you know a lifestyle that you can carry throughout the rest of your life amen because one you can't ride on the anointing or the grace on your wife or your husband for a very long time you have to get to a place where you are able to develop your faith i've told you over and over again that faith is not a matter of feeling because many people you know they feel faith because sometimes you know there is certain kinds of energy that will surge through you know you are you are there is certain things happening you you feel like you have faith and then suddenly you find out that your when you, you need your faith to respond your faith is not responding because faith is not a feeling faith is a matter of knowledge hallelujah faith is a matter of knowledge because the bible said in um romans chapter 10 verse 15 that faith comes by what hearing and hearing by the word of god so what is the hearing you you hear the word of god you understand the word of god that's how faith comes by you know but um by the entrance of thy word gives um the, by the entrance of that word brings forth light and it gives understanding to the simple so it is the word of god that enters into you so when the word of god hasn't entered into you there is no way you can gain access to light and faith is you is, is light faith is light faith is revelation hallelujah faith is saying that 
the boats, though there is a storm coming, but Jesus, the word of the Lord said, I am crossing over to the other side. And I believe it because the, the word of God doesn't fail. So you stand upon the word of God. You can't just, you know, cross your fingers and hope that something would be because you believe it. Because the Bible says that even demons believe, but yet they are what? They are not saved. So it's not a matter of belief. It is a matter of knowledge. How much knowledge of the word of God do you have on the inside of you? How much knowledge of Jesus Christ do you have? What is your revelation of Jesus Christ? What is your understanding? You know, because when there is faith in you, you usually don't question or argue. Faith doesn't argue. Faith demonstrates. Faith proves evidence. Hallelujah. So I, it is my prayer that this time, use this time to develop yourself. Develop yourself in the word. Spend time in prayer. Because, you know, after all, you said you never had time, you know, because during the days when you were actually very busy, when we asked you about these things, you said you don't have time. But now, in, 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 now you do have the time. So develop yourself because, listen, don't let anybody deceive you. Don't let anybody deceive you. Worse times are coming according to the scriptures. Because the Bible says that when we get closer to the coming of the Son of God, it's going to be like birth pains. You know, it's going to be like a um, woman in labor. Because the closer the contractions are, the, the, the closer the delivery is. So it's going to be, so the contractions, you know, the contractions are going to get closer. The disasters and the viruses are going to be like birth. We're going to get, it's going to come closer and closer and closer and closer together. And then there is a delivery. So which means that if it took every hundred years, to see like an outbreak, like a, 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 like a pandemic like this, which according to historians, that's, it seems like every hundred years there is an outbreak of, you know, there is a pandemic. If it took every hundred years, it might take every 10 years from now. It might take two years, you know, after this. Who knows how quickly, how close we are to the coming of the Son of God. So you have to prepare yourself. You have to make ready. You know, yes, people can say that. You know, you would hear preachers say that, yeah, this is not the end. People say that, but I don't want to live my life like this is not an end. I want to live my life like Jesus can come every moment from now. I want to be like the five wise virgins. I want to, that is how I want to live my life. And that's what I would encourage you to live, you live your life. Yeah, yes. You know, you, you prepare yourself like Jesus can come every moment from now and you build your life. Like you have time in, in terms of like, you know, like savings, your work, you know, building a life, a future for your children. Yes, you build it like you have time because you wish we are still until the, the, the trumpet sounds, we still are to dominate this earth. So, yes, we still have to dominate. We still have to take grounds. We still have to build businesses. We still have to make money. We still have to have families. We still have to build great things. But we have to live our life. We have to live our life like Jesus is coming every, like a very, like within a twinkle of an eye, Jesus is coming. That is how we have to live our life. Hallelujah. And I, I believe that, I believe, and I, I, know I listen to other people, don't, I believe strongly, whether all the theories that are coming out are true or not, I believe that there is an agenda. Because listen, if sickness and disease are from the devil, that that means that every time the devil brings sickness and disease, that means he has an agenda, something he wants to accomplish. Amen. Every time the devil brings sickness, you know, every time you are sick, there is something the devil, there is an agenda behind your sickness. There is something the devil wants to accomplish in your life, whether it be to destroy you, 
it been for you to lose your faith it been to kill you it been to cause your your children to backslide because you know i met a lady in um actually i was with evangelist jonathan we met um two young ladies on the park at um newark new jersey and we began to witness to them one of them was very gay like you know gay the the gay the ones that i'm trying to find the right way political correctness you know the people the women that dress like men one of them was like that other one i don't know if she was gay because she dressed like a, a woman you know like with the her shirt up i don't know if she was wearing her little sister's shirt it was this high her belly showing and you know wearing pants jeans and whatnot but we began to witness to her and the girl you know the gay girl was like very um angry she was the one talking more very angry and then the cursing out and whatnot so we we're able to get her to calm down so evangelist jonathan was ministering to the gay girl and i was ministering to the girl that was wearing her little sister's shirt that the shirt was up this high and um one of the things that she said was and you know that is one of the things that she said was that her mom was very faithful in the church her mom went to church every sunday so that the church and still died of cancer so if god was so good how can god watch her mom to die of cancer and that's why she doesn't go to church well that's why she doesn't believe in god you see that is what a devil so everything that the devil does has an agenda amen the devil has an agenda the devil you know would use things you know listen say that's why paul said that don't give the devil a foothold because if you give the devil a little bit chance he would try to use that chance to take as much as he could because he's a thief he came to steal kill and to destroy so not only the reason you know so when you see like some of us like speak up against the churches being closed and whatnot because we have an understanding that if we don't rise up and stand up not only would the devil use this virus to kill people he will use this virus to strip out the the rights from the people the freedom from the people and actually use this virus to fight against the church of the lord jesus christ you have to want you have to want it because the devil never does anything for free or does any one thing everything he does there is an agenda and understand that there is an agenda hallelujah there is an agenda so you know rise let this time be in you where you spend time with the lord don't let your faith be moved don't let your faith be shaken spend time with the lord because not only does he wants to kill the people that has the virus he wants to cripple the economy of these nations and the nations of this world so that he can push in an agenda because he has an agenda he can push in and introduce his agenda not only does he want to do that you know, he wants to silence the voice of the church. He has an agenda. But the Lord, the church of the Lord Jesus Christ shall rise up. And we would render all his plans foolishness in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. We would render all his plans foolishness in the mighty name of Jesus. His plans shall come to naught in the mighty name of Jesus. You know, the Bible says, for no weapon fortunate formed against us shall prosper so i believe that no weapon formed against your family formed against your finances formed against your church formed against your your marriage shall prosper in the mighty name of jesus christ let's read jeremiah as i began to read earlier on i said i was going to read by having going to read in it jeremiah chapter one the verse number 10 it says that see Let me read from verse 9, Jeremiah chapter 1, 9 and 10. Then the Lord 
put forth his hand and touched my mouth. And, and, the, and the Lord said to me, Behold, I have put my words in your mouth. Say this. Say this to yourself. God has put his words in my mouth. Because God has given us his word. Now you have the God, God has put in his words in your mouth. And what does the words, why has God put in his words in your mouth? And what are you supposed to do with the word of God that has been placed in your mouth? He said, see, see, I have this day set you over the nations and over the kingdoms to root out, to pull down, to destroy and to throw down and to build and to plant. So God has put his words in your mouth. God has anointed you this morning. God has enabled you, giving you the grace this morning through his word, by his word. By his word to root out. I want somebody to put those points in the in the um, comments because we're gonna those are the points we're gonna stand on to pray this morning number one to root out number two to pull down number three to destroy number four to throw down and then when you are done there is god asks you to what to build and to plant hallelujah so you know after we have rooted out we have pulled down whatever thing in your life that has not been built by god has not been planted by god that has not been put in your life by god this morning by the anointing of the holy ghost and by the audacity of the of the word of god we bring it down in the mighty name of jesus christ if you believe it say amen to the glory of god to root out to pull down to destroy to throw down, to build, and to plant. To root out, to pull down, to destroy, and to throw down. To build, and to plant. To root out, to pull down, to destroy, and to throw down. To build, and to plant. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want you to... You know, with this whole thing going on, the most devastating thing of all this is the now. It's even like so winning, you know, so like now we have to put a break on, uh, you know, let me not, let, let me not even get into that. Let me just stay focused because... But we give glory to God. Amen. We give glory to God. To root out, to pull down, to destroy, and to throw down. You know, this one I'm going to do it a little bit differently. Thank you, Simone, for writing that in there for me. I'm going to do it a little bit differently this morning. Um, we're going to pray together. But before we do... I want you, you know, like you've seen Simone 
write those things down. You see my wife wrote, write it down. Thanks, Chichi. I want, I want you, you know your life, you know in your life the things that need to be ruled out. Even sometimes it could be people, that boyfriend, that girlfriend, that it, it seems like you are doing well, or not even that boyfriend, that friend. It seems like you are doing so well. The times that you feel like you've reached your spiritual high horse, like you are doing good, you feel the presence of God, you are sensitive to the Holy Ghost. At that moment, that person calls you on the phone and you fall back into sin. They need to be ruled out. There are certain kinds of mentality that you have, mindset that you know it is affecting you. The way, your way of thinking. In our family, we are poor. In our family, you know, we are sick. It is like there is, you, you know what the word of God says. You know, it happens to people. You know what the word of God says. But there is certain kinds of mentality that you have that is making it very hard for you to receive the word of God. I'm telling you, because, you know, if it wasn't so, Paul wouldn't say that, you know, bringing down every imagination that exhorts itself against the knowledge of God. So, which means there are imaginations, there are think ways of life that have exhorted itself against the knowledge of Christ. Hallelujah. Because, you know, I talk to people, I talk, you know, from all over the place. And sometimes you talk to people and I like to find out the way people think. I like, so you, if you've ever talked to me before or you've ever had like a very long conversation with me, I usually don't talk about the Bible with people because people can hide. I usually talk about things. I crack jokes and say stupid, th- like what me people might, because I just want to see. I do th- those things on purpose because I want to see the way people think because you can find out the way people think when you are not really talking about like a very heated or like a very um like you know you're not talking about the bible because then when it comes everybody wants to like put up a certain you know so you talk about politics games you find out the way people think easily and sometimes you find out that people's mindset and their way of thinking is what is blocking their miracle, blocking their testimony, blocking them from receiving something from God. Amen. To root out, to pull down, to destroy. There are certain things in your life that needs to be destroyed. There are certain habits that needs to be destroyed. There are certain items that needs to be destroyed. Throw down. There are certain things that you need to throw down. Just pick it, drop it, and leave it. So you know, you know, we're gonna come, we're gonna pray it all together. But I want you to spend a few moments, a minute, two minutes or so, and just you know your life. You because I could give you, let's throw down this, let's pull down this thing, and it might not relate to your life in any way. But you know, no one is with you. Maybe your husband might be with you, your wife might be with you, but I'm not, I can't hear you. And none of the 75 people and other people, however many on YouTube, none of them can hear you this morning. So I want you genuinely and honestly do an evaluation in your heart and pull root out, 
pull down, destroy and throw down the things, that very things that the enemy wants to use to destroy your life. Amen. That very things that the enemy wants to use to destroy your life. Begin, begin to do it right now. And as you do, I'm going to be praying in the Holy Ghost alongside joining my faith with your faith, standing in agreement with you, believing with you that it would be for it would be unto you as you have prayed this morning in the mighty name of Jesus. So for the next one minute, for the next one minute, I want you to just, oh, let's make it for the next three minutes. For the next three minutes, I just want you to begin to pray. Concerning these four points, just pray concerning these four points or this however many yeah there are four points yeah, pray concerning them root out pull down destroy throw down and build we will get to the building part so it's three points pull down root out pull down throw down destroy and throw down so it says four points root out pull down destroy and throw down root out pull down destroy and throw down anything that needs to be rooted out of your life begin to pray to root it out anything that needs to be pulled down out of your life begin to pull it down anything that needs to be destroyed out of your life with god said i've put my words in your mouth anything that needs to be thrown down begin to do it now in the mighty name of Jesus. Destroy that which wants to destroy you. In the mighty name of Jesus. I have put my words in your mouth to and set you over the nations to root out, to pull down, to destroy, to throw down. You have about one minute. Just continue to pray. Root out, pull down, destroy, throw down. You have about 30 more seconds. 
Andidi Baragadosh, Jekabayando Roscoto do Bo, Jibrakaba, Rekabayando Robo, Shekabayandidi Baragadosh, Andere Baragadosh, Shikashaskataraba. In the name of Jesus. I want you to share this broadcast for me, if you will, please. And thank you for sharing. Father, we thank you. We adore you. We honor you. We praise you. In the name of Jesus Christ. Mashaka. I want you to continue to pray. The Bible says that after you have done all these things, you have to build and to plant. You know your life. I know the things that needs to be built up in me. Hallelujah. I want you begin to build. Begin to build. Begin to build. Begin to build. In the name of Jesus Christ, let righteousness be built in my life. In the name of Jesus, let holiness, let prosperity, let faith, let health be built and be planted. I, you know, the seed of divine health. Let it be planted in my life. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Let me give you 30 seconds. Rakado Jimaskatara Baragadosh Andidi Baha Rakato Dobo Jebreka Baraskete Debe Imaraka Dobo Jemendidi Baragado Jebresketara Baragados Andedebe Jibrehandaskitaraba Rekado Jedebe Karaski Debe Jibreka Baraka Badaba Jadabadaba Rabadaba Jebreke Debe Reskete de Baragado Jimaski Brian de Rekaba Andedeba Raka Bayando Dobo Shikaba Jiski Breka bayando roko shoto dobo jibreka ba andede baragado sheka baraskete debe reka bahando dobo ika bayabada ba shibreka bahando jibreka ba kareskete debe jimaski bahando in the mighty name of Jesus in the name of Jesus Christ Hallelujah 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 in the name of Jesus. Let's pray. Let's pray that that this problem that we are facing right now in this world that may this virus begin to lose its influence. May this virus begin to lose let it become a thing of the past. Let it become history. Just as the black um, the bubonic plague be- has become history just as the spanish flu has become history let this chinese flu also become history or this chinese virus become history in the mighty name of jesus i want you to lift up your voice and just begin to pray father let it become history just as the black plague became history let the chinese virus become history in the mighty name of Jesus, just as the Spanish flu became history, let the Chinese virus become history. In the mighty name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, let it become history, Lord. Let it become history. Let it become history. In Jesus' name. Father, we bless your name. We magnify your name. We adore you. We thank you, Lord. We thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your mercy. There is none like you, Lord. We pray. That let if there is an agenda 
which I believe there is an agenda. So I'm not even saying if there's an agenda. Lord, let the agenda of the wicked one concerning this whole thing, let it be exposed. Frustrate the devices of the wicked so that their hands will not be able to carry out their enterprise. I want somebody to open their Bible. Let's pray this prayer. Then we are done. Job chapter 5 verse 25. No, Job chapter 5 verse 12. Job 5 verse 12. Share the broadcast for me if you will. Thank you for sharing. Welcome everyone that has joined us. Linda. Oh, to Linda Carlone and Linda Curdy. Aaron, Frederick. Fox on 172. What is Fox on 172? Sharon, welcome everyone that has joined us. Welcome Fox on 172. God bless you for joining us, everyone. <laughs> we said who <we> shot. <laughs> He frustrates the devices of the crafty. Hallelujah. God. God frustrates the devices of the crafty so that their hands cannot carry out their plans. Let's go to, before I read that, let me go to um, Ezekiel chapter 8. I want, I want to, I said it's going to be the last thing, but Sorry, I lied to you. Ezekiel chapter 8. I want to read, you know, I prayed with this verse for a very long time. For a very long time, I used to pray with this verse. I haven't done it in a while, but this is worth looking at. I'm not going to read. Uh, let me read from verse 1. I know I'm going over the time, but just bear with me. This is going to be a good prayer point. Then we are done. And it came to pass in the sixth year, in the sixth month of the fifth day of the month, as I sat in my house with the elders of Judah sitting before me, that the hand of the Lord God fell upon me there. Then I looked and there was a likeness like the appearance of fire, from the appearance of fire of his waist and downward, fire and fire from his waist and upward, like the appearance of brightness, like the color of amber. He stretched out the, he stretched out the form of a hand and took me by the lock of my hair and the spirits lifted me up between the earth and the heaven and brought me in a vision visions of god to jerusalem to the door of the north gate and of the inner court where the seed of the image of jealousy was which provokes to jealousy and behold the glory of the lord of the lord the glory of the God of Israel was there, like the vision that I, I saw in the plain. Then he said to me, Son of man, lift up your eyes now towards the north. So I lifted up my eyes towards the north, and there, north of the altar gate, was the image of jealousy in the entrance. Furthermore, he said to me, Son of man, do you see what they are doing, the great abominations that the house of Israel commits there? So when you read from chapter 1 coming, Israel was in a turmoil, was in, you know, in distress. There was hard times in the nation of Israel. And the Spirit of the Lord came, appeared. God put 
um, Ezekiel was caught up in a vision and you know he was explaining what he saw and he says that God told him to look at the abominations the things that were being done he says that furthermore he said to me verse 6 son of man do you see they are doing the great abominations that are of the of the house of Israel here so God showed him the place where all the things the abominations and the things that were being done which was provoking God to anger and that is why the hand of God had lifted up from the nation of Israel and that is why they were experiencing the turmoil that they were experiencing so he says that the great that they are doing the great abominations that the house of Israel commits here to make me go far away from my sanctuary. So there is certain things that people can do that can make God go far away. Then when God, you know, when God is far away, the devil then moves in. Amen. Because then, you know, because the devil, listen, without God, we are no match for the devil. <laughs> I don't, you know, it doesn't matter how strong or how, but people that think that they are like, without God, you are no, we are no match for the devil. But I thank God that with God, the devil is no match for us. Hallelujah. Now turn again. You would see greater abominations. So he brought me to the door of the court. And when I looked of the court, and this is in the temple of God. When I looked at the door of the when I looked there was a hole in the wall. Then he said to me, son of man dig into the wall and when i dug into the wall there was a door and he said to me go in and see the wicked abominations which they are doing there so i went in and i saw and there every sort of creeping thing abominable beast and all the idols of the house of israel portrayed all around the walls and there stood before them 70 men of the elders of the house of israel in the in their midst stood Jezeniah the son you know so what Elijah saw was that there was turmoil in the land and God revealed to him the source of the problem where the problem was coming from and you know where the problem was coming from the problem was coming from the leaders of the land that it was 70 elders of Israel who in the daytime they come and smile with everybody and act like they are trying to find solutions to the problem that was going on, but not knowing that in the secret, they were the one worshiping idols, committing abominations, and, and has driven, driven God far away from the temple, and uh, the devil has moved in. Hmm. So, okay, 70 elders of the house of Israel, the people that are highly respected, the people that are supposed to take care of the of the of the children of god the people that people go there for wisdom and judge the people that sit at the at the door you know they, they, they sit at the gate to pass judgment these were the people that according to ezekiel were bring were caused were committing abominations and now the the hand of god had been lifted god had moved away from his temple and bad things had come into the land we are praying i want you let this be the last prayer point we pray let this pray that father whatever is being done in this the bible said that for they shall hear a sound and they will come out of their hiding places 
Father, whatever is being done, whatever is being done in the secret, whatever is being plotted in the secret against the, the people of this world, against this nation, against the children of God, against the church of the Lord Jesus Christ, oh God of heaven, May they hear a sound and may they come out of their hiding places. May their works be exposed. And according to Job chapter 5 verse 12, may the devices of the craft be, be frustrated so that their hands will not be able to carry out their works in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. I want you to lift up your voice and just begin to pray in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, whatever is being done in the secret, whatever is being conspired, whatever is being... Uh, orchestrated whatever is being taught of that is against the church is against the children of god oh god of heaven may the works of the wicked be frustrated may the plans of the of the wicked be frustrated may the plans of the crafty be frustrated in the mighty name of jesus may their hearts not be able to carry out their enterprise and lord god may their may their influences be foolishness in the mighty name of jesus christ we let them be exposed give us a hole in the wall may their words come to light may the light of God shine upon them Father may every single one of them that is involved in the conspiracy Lord may they be exposed may they be embarrassed in the mighty name of Jesus Christ let them hear a sound and may they come out of their hiding places may they confess in the name of Jesus let them come out in the mighty name of Jesus Christ in the name of Jesus Christ. Kibra katara basando rosko todobo. Jebre kaba randiri bahando. Kishkara gadoja raske terebe. Remahando roske baragadoja. Ikabahantaraba. Let them be exposed. Let them be exposed. Let them be exposed. Let them be exposed. Let their conspiracies be exposed. In the name of Jesus, may their hands not be able to carry out their works. In the name of Jesus Christ, we frustrate them. We declare that their works will come to naught. In the name of Jesus, we break their influence. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we bring them to the crossroad. Let confusion fall upon them. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we declare victory. We declare victory over this virus. Victory over this attack victory in the name of jesus christ we have prayed and the church said amen and amen thank you for listening to world evangelistic podcast for more info go to worldevangelistic.com